guys, Jeff Payne, and welcome to another therapy session. Back at it. You know why? Because it's therapy. Shout out. Black Ram 313. Um, for that, I'm just stealing his little catchphrase there. Back at it. Uh, back at it again. Uh, another thoughtful blog. Uh, you know, random thoughts, really, frankly. Um, and, yeah, so this one I wanted to call... Uh, the female life cycle. Um, now, maybe not quite what, what you think it's going to be, but anyhow, uh, female life cycle. Um, so basically, there's this uh, period in the female, the young female, where she uh, is pretty, you know, uh, up for it, and pretty uh, randy, actually, and, uh, you know, is pretty up for it. And... Uh, and this this sort of you know sort of randiness is uh can go on for a while of course of course but <laughs> um you know i think that this sort of um sleeping around and riding the carousel um you know it could it could be said that it starts very young um all done in secret of course but anyhow um you know you could find it start very young this dynamic um and it's sort of an experimentation and it goes back to this sort of evolution where uh, a female of a species, um, you know, has to find the the best sort of uh, suitor, the, the the healthiest and the biggest. Which you know, you see that very much in nature, of course. Um, you know, the peacocking and all that sort of thing. It's the biggest, the strongest, um, the healthiest, um, and we call that the alpha, don't we? Um, alpha dynamic and the Chad and the Tyrone. Um, but this is sort of evolutionary, of course, and so the uh, the young the youngster is sort of um, uh, you know looking for this sort of uh, larger, healthier um, you know individual to mate with. To uh, you know, this is the sort of thing that is sort of e- evolutionary, of course. Um, uh, so this is this is the the the, the thing. Um, that the young girl was all sort of really sort of chase, um, and the older girl really as well. They're just chasing this um, alphaness uh, and fun, probably too. The fun aspect, the the good looking, um, the the large, um, the healthy specimen, um, you know, the confident specimen, large, healthy, good looking, um, tall. Of course, they always sort of talk about tall. Um, yeah, and so there's this sort of dynamic that plays out. And I've witnessed uh sort sort of dynamic really. Um, you know, that the these these girls sort of um go on they do something where they can, you know, not be held accountable. Um and then most times it's uh somewhere that uh, they can sort of be anonymous, uh, and not be any sort of uh, nobody knowing them. Um so it might be out of area. It might be uh, <clears throat> a nightclub out of area where they don't actually know anybody. Um, and so they can, you know, they can sort of flirt and let their hair down. Um, and it very much uh, happens on holiday. Um, you know, the holiday sex, uh, they actually, I would imagine, they are actually up for it on the holiday and they've actually gone on holiday and they're sort of looking and they're up for it on the holiday. And they're looking for this selfness. Um and it's not serious, of course. It's a bit of fun. Um, you know, I think I think girl can 
at that young age they can have sex it doesn't really mean much you know a girl i think can have sex easily uh, it is all uh, doesn't mean a particular anything to them particularly um it's just like well well you know another five minutes uh another five minutes of fun um you know of course if you if you witness this at the nightclub or something on holiday you know in a hot country where um you know there's a little party party uh island like uh you know the party uh island or be a beef or uh spain is spain was spanish resorts um Maganouf. um you know the the, the alcohol flows um and the inhibitions pretty much thrown out the window and they're they're on holiday and you know that they can they can do things that, that nobody's going to know uh nobody's going to find out um and of course, you know, whether they got a partner or not, um, for this age group, it doesn't matter at all. Um, you know, even though they might have people uh, that they are talking to online, you know, these boys might be sort of quite, uh, you know, thinking that they've got still a serious girlfriend. Um, you know, that in actual fact, you know, she doesn't think of it as serious. It's a bit of fun. So, you know, these boys uh, online are sort of getting uh, attached to these girls and, and even even in a relationship with them. Um, they, they probably, obviously, most girls are already in a relationship. False. Most girls. You know, they're not, they're not sort of um, sitting at home knitting. Um, they're, they're not. They've got in some sort of relationship. Um, you know, it might be something you know, casual. It might be something... You might have a, you know, they might be saying, I've got a boyfriend uh, or, you know, this sort of thing. And, and uh, so then they go on holiday and all that goes away. And, you know, it just doesn't exist anymore. They're in a different place and they're unaccountable. Nobody knows them particularly. Um, they can get away with it. Um, and, and, and so this, this is a dynamic, real. Uh, and, you know, so if you're, <laughs> if you're in a relationship or even if you're married, even, um, you know, and and she's in. She goes off for a girls' night or something, or you know, uh, goes somewhere where she can get away with it. I think this happens a lot. I really do. Um, you know, you'll never find out. Of course, it's all hush hush. Um, of course, her friends would never, never let the cat out of the bag. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is sort of real something to look for. I mean, as a young guy, um, really, um. I believe that it's really not a good idea to try and be serious with a girl because of all of these sort of uh, temptations. Um, and she's looking for this sort of alpha guy with a physical nerve uh, or, you know, some fun or some, you know, chatty and um, gregarious guy. Uh, you know, I've actually witnessed, um, you know, being in, in, um, in Spain and we were walking along and this was in Sitges and... Uh, we were sort of window shopping, uh, and then the, we went in this. Uh, it was on this beauty shop, uh, and there was this. He was obviously gay, really, um, but he was so gregarious, so you know, talkative and, and chatty. He had my wife eating out of his hand, trying, you know, he was trying to sell this uh, nail file, and it was a ridiculous price. Uh, and he had a uh, eating out of her hand, uh, and this this nail file was like ten or twenty euros or something, ridiculous. but she bought it. Uh, and I, and I, I knew fair well, you know, that sort of guy, she would have, he would have, you know, been his sexual conquest for the night. Um, he was just so gregarious, so um, confident. Um, and I mean, she's a sales, she's a saleswoman, so she knows all the tricks. But she was like, 
putty. He was putty in his hand. He, you know, he wasn't particularly uh, masculine, but he was so gregarious, uh, so confident, so pop, you know, popular, I suppose you would say, and uh, chatty, um, that sort of thing. So these are the sort of places that deal with, uh, you know, play away, I said. Um, so as a young guy, you know, this is just another, just another, <laughs> another reason why uh, really getting serious with a girl. At a young age, you really, really shouldn't. Um, you know, they have this phase where they want to sample different. Oh, that's basically what it is. They want to sample different males, um, and they are. Been, of course, of course, they're looking for this alpha. It's like the holy grail for a lot of girls. It's a holy grail, um, and uh, you know, they, they they think of this as the holy grail if they meet such a male who is alpha, who is looking, who is popular, um, you know, has this physicality um, and character, uh, good looking, and uh, they're pretty much putty in his hands. And I, I know this is uh, a lot of these uh, thoughts. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot goes on in these thoughts. Um, the Club 1830 we have here, thing in the 90s, uh, you know, it's all um, called Club Thirty, which sort of anything goes, it got this reputation of anything goes. Um, uh, and so I think this dynamic goes on. Um, it's not just the very young. Uh, it goes on in a female uh, and goes on into sort of, uh, you know, the 20s and, and eventually the 30s. Um, but the, the, the choices start to dwindle for her by that age. But she can still easily have random sex. And she still, you know, she still can be looking for this holy grail. Um, and what got me onto this subject was uh, I, I was watching a video on YouTube, uh, which is a sort of a dating advice channel. And it's this person called Kezia Noble, uh, or Kezia Not-So-Noble. Um, and uh, the one she did just recently, uh, he, he was interviewing this uh, lady was a retired porn star. She was asking a question about how to get girl um, be, you know, happy in bed and he was coming out with these tips how to get her uh you know really hot um and you know he was he was a, a muscular um good looking um and of course he had this history of course of this being uh, a porn actor um <laughs> and so she knew and she obviously knew he was packing uh, a good uh sexual organ you know she she knew because of corners um <laughs> And, uh, you know, you're sort of giving these tips about how to get a girl really hot. And he said, you know, you can actually be quite rough with her. They actually quite like it they, because they feel like they're alpha. Um, and, and, and so this, this Kezia girl, she was interviewing him. And, and you could really feel that, that she was sort of starting to get a bit excited, I think. You could sort of feel that she knew. She knew that he could satisfy her sexually and take her to sort of a, this sort of a climax. Uh, you know, and be she can be sort of um, with this alpha. She can sort of have a you know come. She can come hard with this alpha because he's you know got what she would you know. He's physically large. He's good looking, muscular, and obviously you know she knew what he had in his trousers. And she was starting. I think she was sort of starting to get a little bit. Um, you know, she sort of you could sort of see she's sort of squirming on the seat a bit. I mean, this is what I picked up from the video. She was sort of um, you know she this is this is the sort of thing she. Or a girl would sort of dream of. This is a sort of thing. And she knew he could satisfy women. She knew 
um, that he was sort of sort of alpha guy, you know, and he'd been in the porn industry. He'd made, he'd had sex with all these different girls, and I think she was sort of getting a bit turned off, to be frank. Um, very subtle, but. And, 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 you know, I just thought, this is a sort of dream, sort of dream that a girl's looking for. This uh, male who's going to dominate her in the bedroom, going to make her, you know, sexually satisfied and, and, and sort of um, feel like she's with this dominant alpha. And this is the sort of thing that would really, really turn on, you know, she really turn on woman and really turn her on because I think, a lot of the times, males they sort of um, they're not like that, and they're sort of they're not going to treat her roughly. They're not, you know, they're sort of um, you know they're, they're sort of a bit perhaps a bit boring and a bit everything the samey. Um, so they're just sort of going on holiday and meeting someone like this is the holy grail, uh, you know. And I, I I should only imagine what goes on in these holiday resorts. There's these um, guys sort of pimped up, you know, muscular um, tattoos, um, you know, and I can't, I, I can only imagine that these guys uh, can have a, have a pick of girls, you know, and sort of casual, you know, just casual sex, have a bit of alcohol and, and uh, you know, sort of fun, fun and casual, um, uh, which, you know, the holy grail, that's what I'm saying, of for a girl be in the presence of this male, the presence of Alpha, and actually to um, get as far as having sex. She knows she's in this presence of this Alpha, and it's sort of like the, the uh, she's sort of reached her pinnacle, if you like. Um, so being as a young guy, you know, and having a girlfriend, and you say, oh, I've got a girlfriend, um, any time when she's sort of able to do the uh, accountable and uh, you know, in a position where she doesn't know anybody, she can uh, act out. And, and so, you know, um, this is the sort of thing why, uh, you know, it happened to me. It happened to me. Um, you know, the girl I was with at the time, she, she had sex on holiday. Um, and she actually admitted to me. And I, and I stayed with her like a blue pill simp. Um, but that was just a, a pattern of things to come. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you just cannot really sort of tie down when a you know a young girl she wants to be experimenting wants to be you know having this sort of feel she wants to feel like she's in this presence um holy grail like so i mean if you if you're a young guy uh listening to this this is a sort of you know you're sort of playing russian roulette with your feelings um because you know she can she can do these sort of things and not feel too much remorse it's just a bit of fun but it's just another you know just another Male. Um, uh, so, you know, so you can get really hurt because you sort of have this sort of girl and you think, oh, you know, we're really sort of close. Um, you know, we've had sex multiple times and it's been really, we're really close. Um, but, you know, this, this sort of dynamic is, I think, is pretty real. So there's, there be off for the younger guy when they feel older. Um, you know, it could be even be married, be married be married and, and you know she can go off looking excitement to the boredom um you're going to be looking for the excitement and and the the, the adrenaline rush uh the rush um and I, I think this sort of happens uh at, at music festivals which i believe is like a sort of a pagan mating ritual um you know the, the, the sort of unaccountability the alcohol and the fun um and you know in a being in a, in a tent um, you know, tent hopping. I'm sure that goes on. Um, so, that, you know, access is probably, and that uh, goes back to pagan times where they would have this large gathering of 
in a different community, um, gave the females a chance to meet with other alphas. That's what it is. That's what I think they do. They used to have these large gatherings, uh, and and the males and the females mated. Um, so you know, people like me come along. Um, you know, the decent, the honest, the hardworking, and you think, oh, you know, this is all going so well. Uh, you know, I've got this girlfriend. I've got this wife. Um, but you know, this sort of um, this excitement goes really for the male and the female too in a marriage. Um, this uh, feeling of sort of slight sort of edginess and danger um, sort of goes, and boredom comes along, and, and you just sort of, you know, you sort of get into this terrible situation. Um, really, um, and so really going back to this sort of female life cycle, the original title of this, um, the life cycle of the female goes on. Uh, and at some point, she is desperate to have children. Desperate. A lot, of, a lot of females are absolutely desperate to have children. Biologically, we are wired into her to have children. Um, so she needs to sort of find a guy that she can have a child with. Um, and usually, it's somebody who is a decent and hardworking and honest guy. Um, you know, has been brought up by good parents. You know, he's a decent, has got a, a good career, um, you know, nice car. Um, you know, somebody that she can sort of see is going to be a good father for her kids. And, you know, um, somebody who's going to be honest and true uh, and reliable. Um, so this is a sort of different dynamic now. And this, this life cycle, you know, it goes on into marriage now. He wants to be married wants to have the 2.4 kids. She wants to have the white picket fence. So, you know, people like me come along, you know, being brought up in a certain way, be, you know, decent, honest, you know, reasonable, truthful. Um, you know, uh, uh, and you come along, you come bowling along, and you meet this girl, you think, oh, she's nice. She's a you know, really nice girl. She's a decent, she's decent. She comes from a decent family. Her mum and dad, you know, they're decent parents. She comes from a decent area. She comes from a nice area. And she comes from a nice family. Um, and she, you know, she seems to be what I'm looking for. She's, she's a lovely girl. And, you know, she, she's, she's decent. And she's what I'm looking for. Um, you know, and so you go on like that and you sort of, <laughs> you sort of think, oh, you know, this is, this is a good idea to sort of carry on with this girl. Um, because she's really lovely, really pretty. Uh, and she's young. She's lovely, uh, and we get on. Um, uh, 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 and um, you know, so she's she's willing. She's willing to actually forego. She's willing to forego all of that. What she was looking for, young in her younger days, in her previous life, <laughs> the female chameleon. And she's now looking for something more reliable. Um, so you know, it's it's quite a, you know, it's it's a really hurtful thing to. It's a really hurtful thing if you think you've come along and you sort of you're the you know the white knight or you come along and you rescue her or you know you, you've you've done the right thing as a decent and reliable man um and yet and yet you you don't know what her sexual history is and why would that matter really why would it matter well if you're just looking for an uncommitted relationship well of course no it doesn't matter and a lot of guys have that view that they're not really looking for anything long term they just want to have this 
short-term thing. Um, so you, you'd have to be able to sort of dump girl. You'd have to be quite ruthless and callous. You'd be able to say, oh, no, well, you know, just sort of uh, be callous. Um, you know, and, I mean, you could get into some sort of difficult scenario where she sort of starts uh, getting aggressive towards you and start sort of you know, she knows she knows you she knows where you live and, and you know she can sort of damage your car or do something to upset you and hurt you because you've dumped her that, that's you know that this is a real a real possibility um, um and there's a real possibility that you met this girl uh casually and she's already married uh and and you know the husband finds out possible can happen uh, and you know the, the the violence the violence the husband can find out and then the, you could be in a very dangerous and violent situation there um i'm sure that happens i'm sure that happens um so the life cycle female so let's just assume now she's got her kids she's found she's found this reliable male it doesn't she doesn't you know he doesn't really turn her on that much you know it's a sort of a um, bit boring you know but he's reliable uh, and he goes to work every day. He's a, he's a bit boring. He comes home for tea every night and does the same thing. He puts his slippers on. You know, he puts the telly on. Um, you know, he may be uh, reliable and, you know, sort of the monotony. Like that, that, that excitement that she's had really is sort of a, like a drug. Um, so you've got this sort of terrible, terrible dynamic of what they call the alpha widow. She's sort of like... Um, Looking back at her younger days and saying, "Oh God, yeah, that was that was such fun. That was such fun." And now I'm with this sort of. Um, I've got what I want. I've got the kids. But oh God, it's so boring. Um, and this is a big danger of marriage, really, and being a long-term relationship. It was very, very dangerous. Really dangerous to get married, in fact, because um, there's a sort of um, a sort of lack of respect, sort of like um, disdainful lack of respect because you sort of she knows that it's you're sort of like a beta male so you know <laughs> there's no sort of real excitement there um so you know a lot of wives you know sort of in this sort of relationship uh where they've been they've been willing to sort of forego to get the kids and to get the picket fence but once they've got that once they've got what she wants then the problems start um you know and and a lot of marriages sort of start falling to bits at that point when she's, she's got what she wants, but now she's bored. But for the man, I mean, there's a lot to lose. There's a lot to lose. Um, you know, and, and, and maybe he hasn't got, been getting very good sex. Maybe he hasn't had many, you know, uh, much sex with this woman, you know, and it, it, what he does get grateful for. Um, and, you know, she can use it as a sort of tool of manipulation. She can um, get into a position where... She can have the power on of the relationship. She can, um, you know, because you're married and you're sort of living together, the power is with her because this this is a situation where you're in a, uh, a family now. You've got kids and you, you, you it's very difficult to just sort of up and go. Uh, you know, you've got the mortgages, you've got the bills and, you know, and you've got to be a sort of fine, upstanding man. You've got to be reliable. Uh, 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 and, you know, a lot of guys, they, they sort of feel great pride in having this family and having this uh wonderful wife um, um and they feel, feel great pride and, and you know they feel failure they feel a failure complete failure if they don't have this if they don't if they can't provide and if they can't provide for the family they feel a complete and utter failure and and guys actually commit suicide if they if they now lose their job and they can't support their family they feel a failure and i've witnessed this happen 
And, you know, people actually, men actually end their lives because of this, because of, you know, that they've, they've been brought up that they must do these things and that they must work um, until retirement age and they must, you know, keep bringing the family income in until their retirement. You know, and as I said before, often, often, often a male will die before the female. And it can be 10 or 20 years earlier than the female. I'm just think about that for a minute. Yeah, I'm I'm dishing the dirt. I'm dishing dirt tonight. Uh, yeah, you could be saying I'm a bit negative. I'm 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 thinking about the negative aspects. Um, but this is what's happened to me. This is what's happened to me. You know, I, I got into a marriage and I had very few sort of not very sort of sparse sex really. Um, and it was all about kids. It was all you know. Once the kids were born, you know, the, the attention switched to them. So this life cycle is once she has the kids, the attention switches to kids. The affection switches to kids. Uh, and even to the pet, the affection can go to the pet, go to the children. And the affection and the intimacy can switch. The bait switch, you shot the kids, and now she's paying all of her attention to kids. And the kids get everything. They get everything bought for them. They get all the affection and the attention. And quite often, the male is sort of like a side issue. It's a sort of accessory. Um, so this life cycle is because... What I wanted to talk about it because the male is part of the female life cycle. The male is part of the female life cycle. I am part of my wife's life cycle. I'm like an accessory to her life cycle. And the reason I say this particularly tonight in that is because today my grandson came. Um and he so you know, my, my wife sort of babies uh, and just to witness, I mean, you know, he's a lovely little lad, he's a lovely little baby, and he's just incredible. Um, but just witness her glee, absolutely glee, to be help, you know, holding this little boy and to be feeding him. Um, and, you know, and, and he gets the best of everything, gets the best food. <laughs> I just, you know, it's just he's sort of uh, doted on. So it's just like another pattern repeating um, where when I was married and the kids came, all of her doting went to the kids and I was sort of like a side issue. And here we are again little cycle heating she's now doting on her grandchild and again i'm just an accessory an accessory desperately needs but i'm just like a placeholder so you know just imagine how this feels just imagine if you uh you know like me and you realize this you sort of see this life cycle playing out uh, and, and actually it's her life cycle that's playing out and my life cycle um you know it's been sort of um enabling her life cycle and uh, you know i haven't done the things that I should have and, 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 you know, done things to make my life the most enjoyable. Um, I've just sort of sacrificed like every man, you know. And, you know, I mean, all I can do now is feel grateful that I ha have actually got out of the rat race and got out of the employment you know, and, and, you know, working. Uh, I, I got out of it because of my health problems. I got out of it early. And, and so finding MGTOW, I mean, it's just so powerful. Just so powerful. MGTOW. You know, MGTOW saves lives. Powerful. Um, you know, you, you just realise well, there is no point, really. Uh, there's no point in me sort of working myself to the grave. Uh, there, you know, there's, there's, there's no point. You know, so I just, I'm now, I've just got to say to myself, I need to do the best for myself. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually decided that I'm going to be spending my pension that I had for my job. I'm going to be spending it. Because, you know, how many years have I got? Uh, and even if I leave it, 
if I leave the, the pension as it is and I pass away, she's going to have it have all of that money it's not that particularly that much but you know at the end of the day she's gonna spend it and i'm not gonna be here she's gonna have this asset which is this property she's gonna have this asset and she's gonna say oh i don't want this asset. too don't need gonna move and she can she can or she can find somebody else she can have another partner and he may have another house he might have his own house and so she can get the whole money from this she can get everything that i've worked for get it all and, and go live with another man. You might be saying, I'm a bit ridiculous. But, <laughs> you know, I'm sort of su- suggesting that um, all of these things that I've done and I've sacrificed, all of these things that I've paid for, uh, and all of this, these years uh, that I've worked hard and, you know, it's been stressful, and, <laughs> you know, uh, struggle. At the end of the day, she's going to benefit. She's going to get the money going to get my pension to get this property the value of this property uh, and she's going to have another partner you can have another partner you can have another man um uh, you know i've seen that happen as well I've seen that the relative of hers um i've seen that happen you know her died um and of course so she had this sort of period of mourning for decency but um and then found another man and she's inherited everything that this man worked for with the big house. And she still lives in this big house. But you can imagine the money has at her disposal. We're talking, we're probably talking a million pounds she has at her disposal now because of the property and because of the pension. Just sort of probably, you know, got limitless money as far as she's concerned. And now she's with this other man. Probably met him online. Um, so, yeah. As they say, you, you know, she's never yours. It's never yours, it's just your turn. Um, you know, that's so, so true. So true. And so, you know, you sort of think, well, how can I invest? How is it investable? How is it investable? How can I invest in something that's never mine? You know, how can you say I'm working to pay for this thing that is never mine? Like saying, you know, I'm going to buy this top of the range car, but it's never going to be mine. Never going to be my car. It's always going to be somebody else's. It's going to be Oh, well, I'm just going to be renting it a while. Never be mine. I'll never own it. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's a sort of like a terrible sort of realisation. Terrible, you know, a terrible sort of realisation for me, uh, for a man I was my age. Witness all of this and to realise this, is this is the dynamic that's going to play out. You know, I, I've already got healthy. She's probably, I can imagine she's easily, easily going to last another 20 years on after I've passed hard. Um, over my past, you know, um, you know and I was, I've got this playing out in front of me in, in, uh, in this road. I've mentioned many, many times in the world that there's these, these widows, opposite three of them, and their husbands died many, many ago now. And these women, these women are still alive and they're still doing life. They're still going out with their friends, still up and they're still being taken out, they're still going for holidays. Uh, you know, I don't know, I don't think they've got partners don't think they want part but they're still living and they're still enjoying what time they have whereas the husbands are gone gone years ago so here we are the female the female life cycle is male my life cycle the male life cycle is the female life so how can we break how can we break this how can male have his own life cycle well can break this break this male life cycle by going MGTOW and have our own lives have the happiness of our own Distant and our own choosing and our own our own solitude and peace and choosing whether we want something or not whether we want to do that job or whether we don't want that job actually and decide 
The power of Mugtau is supreme, in my view, because it explains so, so much, so much. You know, when you go out and you witness, look up, and you sort of see somebody, for example, like they might be, they might be 70, you know, and they, or, you know, they might be 67, you know, they might be coming up for retirement, and they might be thinking to us, oh, yes, I've had a success. Oh, I'm retiring now, and I'm going to be having an active, an active retirement now. But, What's the reality, really? What's the reality of how much active retirement you're going to have as a man? Uh, well, from my point of view, health issues can drop up so much earlier. Um, you know, if you get to seven without health issues, you're very lucky as far as I'm concerned. You know, so, <laughs> you know, you sort of be, be 67 and you retire. And you think, I'm retiring. Well, hey, I've got, the, I've got the gold watch. I've got the clock. Uh, you know, and I, I'm going to retire. And I'm a success. I've worked my life. I've provided for my family. Um, and, you know, this guy, see, and he's so proud, so proud of himself. Um, and, you know, a few years later, a few years later, it might be five years, but he passes away. And I, and I can tell you that five years goes in a blink. Ten years goes in a blink. You can't believe that as a young man, I know. But, you know, my dad said, I believe this, is that time speeds up as you get older. Time speeds up. Because, you know, if you're 60 and then it's your birthday, you're 61, <laughs> it's sort of like a, a smaller chunk of your life. Like, it's sort of the apple or the pie has been divided 60 times and now it's another tiny little chunk of the pie to get to 61. You know, so, you know, time passes quicker. Um, and, you know, you, maybe you've got less energy. Day passes quicker. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Guys, MGTOW, very popular, rightly so, rightly so, that MGTOW is popular, getting more and more so. And it's a powerful, powerful thing. See it out there, you can see these dynamics out. The older guy, still working, still working. You know, we had a plumber, um, and he, I was shocked, I was shocked to find that he was 63. Um, and he looked good for his age, he looked really good, I thought he was 55 to be honest. Um, but no, he was 63. And he said, oh, well, I'm hoping to retire next, and so he'd be sore. Um, looking forward to it. So guys, the power of MGTOW and, you know, getting out of this little female life cycle, vital, vital, crucial, crucial uh, thing to do as a man. Have your own life, your own happiness. So I hope that's given food for And so I look forward to the life in it.